When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Man City Show, everyone. So after a series of frustrating draws, City suffer a 1-0 hammering at Aston Villa, but claim a hard-earned win at the mighty Luton Town. Crisis averted or just giving the rest a chance? So this is me, Tony Newgrosh, stepping in for... Our erstwhile hopes, Nigel Rothband, who had a terrible accident in makeup just before the show. We wish you better, Nigel. Um, and joining me tonight, we've got Spencer Debson. Welcome back, Spencer. Hi, Tony. And making his debut tonight, a certain Anthony Debson. Anthony, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks, Tony. Anthony, we do have a little tradition in this show, which is anyone who joins for the first time has to answer a very important question. Okay. And that question is, tell us about your first game. City so, game, I'd hasten to add. I'm going to go for one of the first games that I, I really remember clearly, and D- Dad will know this, was, uh, I think it was City 4, Arsenal 2, Adebayor, runs the whole length of the pitch, kicks kicks an unfortunate, was it Arshavin in the face, and knee slides uh, in front of the uh, the Arsenal faithful. But it was a, a real top top quality I... game. I remember it well, and you are obviously frustratingly young. But, um, <laughs> welcome aboard. So it hasn't always been victories yeah. and trophies, by the way, Anthony, but we'll, I'm sure you've heard those stories from your dad. Let's start then, if we may, at Aston Villa. Listen, we've lost games before, but I don't recall in a very, very long time as being completely outplayed the way we did. And just to you know, I think we've got to be honest and fair in this show. When we get beaten and beaten like that, we have to hold our hands up. I think the stats showed Villa had 22 shots to two. It's quite extraordinary, actually. Spencer, what went wrong? Well, where do we start, really? Uh, as you say, Tony, I mean, this game was, uh, you know, people are saying, oh, it's the worst game under Guardiola. And in, uh, in many ways, uh, it was. Uh, but Villa were absolutely fantastic. Uh, I mean, I have a, a close work colleague, uh, Gareth, who uh, is uh, Sutton Coalfield bound, and he says that Villa are not really, you know, they're getting lucky wins and so on. But the team we saw out there on uh, Wednesday was really fantastic. I mean, they've got good management now. They've got players who were, you know, reasonable, who seem to be on fire. Leon Bailey looked fantastic. Watkins seems to be developing into the sort of quality player that we need to support, um, you know, Kane at national level. And they just played really well as a team. Uh, and the big thing that I was the standout for me with Villa was every time that they lost possession, they crowded and harried and buzzed like bees around the City players and got the ball back. And, that, you know, that's what we do. Uh, and uh, it's the first game that I've seen in a very long time where we were we were, we were genuinely outplayed and outfought uh, throughout the whole 90 minutes. So uh, much to talk about there, I think. So, Anthony, just about the first time you've ever seen City lose, I suspect. Have you have you come out from behind the sofa? What 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 was your overall take of the game? Uh, I'm a full disclosure, and I was talking to Dad about this earlier today. 
but Wednesday I'd had a really late night in the office, so I missed the game. And I only <laughs> I got there to see the score. Um and of course watch the highlights. But really, you know, Villa are a team to be kind of afraid of at the moment. They they security levels on a few. They've got Ailey, Chris McGinn out. They've got an old Man City faithful and Douglas Louise. Great player. Great player. In Pau Torres and Diego Carlos. Like they're, they're, and a really good uh, manager. So I'm, I'm not surprised that they were really tough. Of course, it is surprising that we created so little. But then again, you do feel like the wind's kind of gone a little bit out of the sails since the treble. And honestly, I don't blame them, to be honest. I mean, how can you win everything and then expect to have the same hunger so you know that that's my that's my two cents on it okay so possibly a lack of hunger spencer do you do you concur with that oh i i don't know if if i don't know if hunger is the right is is the right word uh i mean we're all trying to put our our, our finger on it aren't we what is it that's just not um progressing and not uh, not flowing with city at the moment um i mean there's been plenty of talk about rodri obviously rodri was out for the game against villa uh, clearly, you know, I think he remains the player, the one player that we really do struggle to to cover when he's not there. Um, and then we had, uh, you know, Nunes and Kovacic, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but, you know, they're bedding in. They are not um, City stalwarts yet, far from it. And Nunes, I, I do think the jury is really quite out um, about his role in the team um, and so on. There's, you know, there's there's been some criticism of Carl Walker at right back. Um, is he really um, contributing as we go forward? And do we actually give up other things by having him in the team sometimes? So there's there's sort of, you know, there's points of um, of reference here. The Alvarez, you know, Alvarez is not really um, it's not really been at his level for the last three or four games. Uh, and then when we are outplayed, you know, Harlem becomes a very peripheral. Figure, you know, I mean, apart from that 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 double chance that Martinez saved uh, really well, um, he really didn't have a sniff through the whole game. So uh, it, I, I don't think it's lack of hunger. I think it's it's possibly the system that we're playing, um, and possibly in the background, you know, there's just something not clicking. I honestly can't put my finger quite on it. I don't know if you, Tony, have got a different, different well, well, thought around it, or Anthony has. Let's try then. Um... We started, I think, it's always difficult to tell with a Pep team, isn't it? With a midfield of Stones in his first full game back, Alvarez and Lewis. Is that a, a midfield to put fear into anyone, Anthony? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at the lineup at the moment, right? And it shows Walker, Diaz, Akanji, Stones, Guardiola, Alvarez, Lewis, Bernardo Silva, Foden and Haaland, in fact. I think only one of those players didn't win the treble, and that was Guardiola playing at left back at the time, or or left centre back slash winger forward pivot wherever Guardiola plays him. And I think our hungriest player to date is is of course Jeremy Doku, who who is injured for the game. Um, you know, it's, it's it, I, in Guardiola trust. I, I have my full faith that he can go on a. 15 game losing streak for, for all I care and I still think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread and you know yeah every team kind of goes through those ups and downs but I, to me we just don't look like we want it as much as we did last season and I don't, I don't blame them to be honest but let's see hopefully Rico Lewis finds some better form now he's in the England squad as well so you know I, I can't speak from watching the game because I didn't I hold my hands up <laughs> 
which is really embarrassing to be on a on a podcast say I didn't watch the game. But, no, but uh, you've seen all that, you know, you've seen predominantly. I've seen the highlights. We've been to games this season. <laughs> um, you know, we, we're not the same animal we were last season. But what is it? Guardiola always starts the season off a little bit kind of edgy and then goes on a magnificent 20-game winning streak to, to claw it back from anyone. So, you know, let's see. Next time you're on Anson, if you've not seen the game, just blag it, it would be my advice. But um, <laughs> it's, 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 all, it's all very well lauding Pep Guardiola, but you never saw Jimmy <laughs> Frizzell manage, okay? Just, you know, he was he was brilliant. Um, Spencer, you know, no Doku, no Grealish, no Rodri, no KDB. Is it simply just a case of we were just light on bodies and, and really it was the wrong game at the wrong time for us? Well, look, I think... I. I think that's that the, all these are fair comments. I do think so. Um, we, as we keep saying, we miss Rodri. Uh, Doku and Grealish being out gives us, obviously, lack of options on the left. Um, that's possibly part of it. Uh, but even so, I think to muster two shots uh, on target in the whole game really does um, speak to something that's not quite right uh, in terms of our creativity, in terms of our sort of solidity in midfield to be able to get forward. Uh, and, you know, notwithstanding how good Villa uh, are and were, and they were very, very good. I mean, you know, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not the top, top teams that that, that we uh, meet sort of week in, week out and, and see in the Premier League. You know, they're on a great run and they look great. Um, but, but until this far, you're not talking about them in terms of, uh, title contenders, but I suspect that they'll be spoken about as a top four team, uh, you know, as the season progresses. But I, I, I don't think we were, I, I do not think we were, I think we're missing key components in that game against Villa, even without uh, those players uh, that we clearly miss not being in the team. I do I do think, yeah, with with, with Doku uh, in the team, there would have been a little bit, a little bit more action, a little bit more flair. Anthony, can you see any circumstance in which we might see Doku and Grealish starting together? It seems slightly odd when we were a bit light in midfield to sign a player who effectively replaces our £100 million most expensive signing. Um, can they play together? I actually want to come in on something you said earlier first. My first manager was Mark Hughes. So I've seen some some of the rough. Some of the rough. I mean, oh, we that, is, that, that is a low point. Ninth, <laughs> we were going for ninth place before before the takeover, um, and I, I remember I remember it very clearly when we were we we, we were hopeful for European, but we didn't get it. But we were, you know, going for it on on Doku on the left for Grealish. Of course, Grealish came in for a hundred million pounds um, as a, 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 a UK British record signing, and he took a little bit of time to settle in, and then was magnificent. And now he's got real competition out on the left. I think that Guardiola has been quite clever because while he provides real competition on the left, I think that Doku, especially being young, would be able to morph into the right, the centre, or drop a little bit deeper like Alvarez has. So I think there are situations where we'll see Doku on the left, or vice versa. And, uh, you know, in that situation, I, I do think it's still be very dangerous. Um, and, you know, we had that with Sterling, where he was pr- principally a, a left winger. And then we saw him come to the right and then we saw him central. And then, of course, he, he went to Chelsea and, um, you know, Chelsea have since become the most enjoyable team to watch in the Premier League. For a while, for a while. Spencer, <laughs> could you see Doku playing down the middle at all? 
Uh, he's got a knife for goal, no. hasn't he? No, no, okay. no, I don't think so. I mean, look, he's got incredible skills, pace, um, and I think we are used to now under Guardiola, ever since he played Alex Kolarov, uh, other than at left-back, uh, that he could sort of start to play players in very different places. But he has the natural attributes of a, of a flying winger, and that's what he's shown us so far. So you would have thought not... Uh, but never say never with uh, with Pep. And yeah, in Pep, in Pep we still trust. Uh, we just would like him to find some solutions to our current uh, problems. Okay, all right. I think we've praised Villa, and quite rightly. Don't think any was a dispute they deserve to win. This is it's an odd season, isn't it? Nobody particularly seems to want to put their hands up and say we are going to win the league. Arsenal have lost this weekend. Far be it from us to laugh at the state of Manchester United on this show. Um, Chelsea are clearly struggling. Newcastle are falling away. Who's 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 going to win the league this year, Anthony? I, I got a text from my old housemate when uh, when we lost to Villa and United uh, United won, and he he said, uh, "Better look over your shoulder." Only three points behind. I said, "I think I'll take my chances." And then, of course, after a, a glorious thrashing to Bo- uh, Bournemouth. They're a good I, team, Bournemouth, though, to be fair. I replied, um, lol. And he just went, yeah, fair. It's, it's interesting. Liverpool snuck themselves to the top of the season ahead of Christmas, kind of kind of out of nowhere. But they've got a really tough run coming up, as you've seen the, the fixtures. I, I don't know. I think this will probably be one of the tightest seasons that we'll have for for quite a while and i'm kind of excited to see the premier league be a little bit more you know dogged call it call it more pro football as opposed to pro city which of course i am uh, unconditionally that's my boy you taught him well spencer you taught him well (laughs) spencer where's your money i mean look city will be there or thereabouts we're clearly not firing on all cylinders yet but who would your top three be well, look, we go into the Christmas run. The Christmas fixtures are always mission critical, aren't they? Uh, and we've got a, a reasonable run, I think. Um, I was just talking to you about whether we're going to see City at home to Sheffield United on the last game of the year, on the 30th, which you would imagine would be a home banker. Um, you know, we're a, a small number of points off the top after today. Uh, it is therefore the taking for any team, I think, that wants to put you know, 10 or a dozen wins together. Uh, Are City capable of that? Uh, Absolutely, especially with, you know, KDV coming back. I mean, in a way, we're putting a lot of pressure on KDV, aren't we, that he's bound to realise himself. Uh, He's come back after a very long layoff. You know, is he 32 or 33 now? You know, will he be the player that we have come to love and expect uh, coming back from such a big injury at an age? Uh, We don't know. Uh, but that will be important. Um, so it's definitely a possibility, uh, but it's never been won four times for a reason. It's really, really, really difficult thing to do. Uh, and we've shown the uh, capacity to do it, but we've, if, if truth be known, we've been off, off, off our best level all season. Uh, and it's only the fact that the others are also dropping points here and there that keeps us in contention, really. So I, I, my, my money would be... Um, I, in some ways, I'd sort of be surprised if City really do do it, but would never discount them uh, and, and obviously would love that to happen. Uh, but I suspect that um, Liverpool or Arsenal will be 
there or thereabouts, and someone is going to put together that winning run. Uh, and of course, I hope it's us. So, Anthony, it's, it's beginning to look a bit lot like Christmas, as they say. Um, your dad's already alluded to our summer signings, and they've not set the world on fire. I think it'd be fair to say in most cases. Are you are you looking for Sheikh Mansour to get his checkbook out this Christmas? Do you think Do you think we need to make signings, and if so, where? Ooh. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. It's it's weird because you look at the team play the last few sort of months and you don't think any one player really looks that bad or, you know, that they need to go or they're off it. But the team as a whole, system-wide, has looked uninspired at times. So I still think that we do have all the blocks and really the majority of a team that, that did show they had all the blocks this season. So I'm not sure we necessarily have a weak link that needs to be sort of picked up on, but really, you know, tactics need to, you know, be changed and uh, the players got to want to fight for it as well. Of course, I think we're going to offload Calvin Phillips who I think for such a nice person and has clearly contributed to the back room, probably needs to go somewhere he finds game time. There's been words of us trying to poach back Douglas Louise, and I think he's a very quality player. So I'm kind of going to cop out a little bit on this, Andrew, and say I'm not 100% sure, um, and I wouldn't be deflated if we didn't you know, break the bank this, this January and went for some big signings in the summer. All right then. Well, let's let's move on then. Luton Town, back in the Premier League. I was behind that goal, Anthony. You won't remember this at all. In 1983, when Radiantish scored, and was it the 83rd minute? Right behind that shot, and Alex Williams came out, punched the ball, flapped at it. I still wake up in a cold sweat, going, "Stay on your line, Alex. No, no." David Pleat did his jog, Anthony, that you might have seen the old videos of if your dad's dad's ever shared that one with you. Um, so we have a long history with with Luton. And look, I think it is one of football's great romantic stories that they're back. Um, and in a way, it's kind of nice to have them back. You won't remember all the fuss about their plastic pitch, et cetera, et cetera. But let's just focus on the here's and now's and the positives. Arguably exactly the game you want when you come off a bit of a dodgy run, arguably exactly the game you don't want when you're on a dodgy run. And as we found out, they're virtually their first attempt. They score 1-0 down at halftime. Could have all gone pear-shaped today, but we didn't. We won. So let's start with the positives. Spencer, three points. Is that all that matters? What did you make of the performance? I thought we played reasonably well. Uh, not, not, not really very well, uh, but... Uh, well enough to get the points, definitely the points we deserve. We did we did control the play um, for most of the game. I thought we were unlucky to go behind, uh, really, and, and that was at a key moment, wasn't it, just before half-time. Mm. Uh, Rodri out again, which is frustrating the life out of me. I actually asked Anthony before. I didn't realise why he was out. I think it was, was it a, a fifth yellow that he got in the... Oh, in... Rod- Sorry, Rodri was there today, Sorry, I'm going, I'm going nuts. He was out for the Villa game, but back yep. here. Forgive me. Uh, and he, yeah, sorry. 
it, it, it was much better with him back. Um, a uh, bit of a brain fade there. Thank you very much. Um, Harlan was out. Um, I, that was a bit of a surprise. I don't know that that had come through to the press sort of until just before uh, or earlier on in the day. Um, and that sounded a little bit foreboding about what, why he might be out, some sort of bone, bone fracture or bone stress, was it talked about like that? Um, but overall, 66% possession, 18 shots on target, uh, a little bit more like the old city. Uh, I thought Bernardo played well, Foden played well. I really do like Foden and, and more, more in the centre, and Grealish looked okay. Um, so overall, uh, a little bit more like Old City, but at the end of the day, against a team uh, very much in you know at the lower end of the table. So we, we would expect to win a game like this. We would, and credit to Luton. I thought they gave a good account of themselves. That said, it's the bigger concern, Andy. We just don't seem to be able to keep a clean sheet at the moment. No, yeah, we really don't, to be honest. What is that? Four games now. That was four games before this without a victory. Uh, Guardiola had never gone more than four games without a victory in his entire career. So he really had to win today. And, you know, good on the City boys. They went behind early. They kept their chin up, again, registered 18 shots um, and uh, edged out a hard-fought victory. Yeah, uh, you know, questions around our defence at the moment. John Stones to come back um, and back to form as well. And, uh, you know, I think I think today, good showing on to the next game. Let's focus on the positives. Great goal by Bernardo, wasn't it, Spencer? Really nice finish, yeah. Um, I mean, he always gives gives quality, doesn't he? I mean, you know, we talk about, you know, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, but he is that sort of player. He rarely uh, dips down below or have a bad game. Uh, always um, is intelligent, uh, great quality footballer um, and a sort of a really, a really sweet finish. Um, and then the second goal, uh, I didn't know if it was a sort of, uh, I mean, it was a good move across. I didn't know if, if Grealish slightly sort of, was it slightly fortuitous, the connect that Grealish had there? But it was, a, let's let's err on the side of saying it was an absolutely precise, precisely placed shot from him. But it's good that he's now got uh, got another goal. Um, you know, he's short on, on goals for City, always has been. Um, so uh, overall, a sort of a satisfactory outcome. Yeah, listen, as we said, three points. Anthony, who would who would you pick out today? Uh I thought, you know, I thought I thought Foden was really good, to be honest. He you know, he was he was quite um doing his mazy runs, he looked confident on the ball. You know, I thought it was much more central than before. I, I would pick out Foden as 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 a particularly good performer today. Yeah, I got a bit of a kicking at times, didn't he? And I thought he, did. he, looked, was he looked like a bit he almost got really hurt there, didn't he? Yeah. Um, that, do you think it was a a, a red? Well, I, I'm just the host here, Spencer. <laughs> what's what's your view? Oh, margin. I think quite marginal, to be honest. But um, but I I mean, Foden in the centre for me is um that should be you know where he plays. Uh, I just think he's a threat. I think he's somewhat feared by 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 the opponents in the Premier League now. He's got you know he's got good reputational uh, equity, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Alvarez is a little bit off at the moment. So let, let's get, keep Foden in the centre um, and and let's, you know, um, try and bolster that sort of central line with Rodri through and, uh, and and go forward and start to get some, you know, piece on together, some some good results. So, Anthony, I came back today and I think, 
he probably deserved his chance for what it's worth. Uh, we still just can't seem to nail down a left back, can we? I'm still not entirely convinced by Guardiola there. What's what's your view on that position? Well, Guardiola, because we've we've except for Walker, who's managed to keep his place, he's been pushing more to have centre backs out out left back, right back, Ake, Guardiola, Akanji. And his reason for it, as he said in one of his interviews, or maybe I saw it in one of those TIFO videos, was that he was kind of sacrificing pace for winning challenges or, or and aerial duels, so to not get done over the top as much. So it's an intentional system that we've not got a left back. I think we've still got Cancelo on loan, which is, you know, arguably the, the best left back in the world. Uh, I still don't know what happened behind the scenes. But this is quite a new thing that managers haven't really done. The, the status quo is to have shorter, faster players like Sergio Gomez, you know, out on, on the left or the right. And it, I think it's a teething issue at the moment. I think it'll get there and we'll start to see, uh, you know, Akanji and Guardiol having high high quality games in those positions, but it's just not working yet. Mm. I, I remain to be proven. Edison at fault for the first goal, Spencer, for you? Should he have come? I wouldn't necessarily say so. Um, uh, not this time. I mean, he's, 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 he's had his, um, he's made mistakes this season. I wouldn't, I don't really think so. I think it's a bit harsh. I'll be honest. I don't know what you thought. Am I being harsh, Anthony? I'm, I'm deferring, I'm deferring back that I was driving. I, yeah. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What Anthony didn't tell you in the middle of this is we were, we were transporting a fish tank from A to B, but we were, we were focused on the game as well. Oh dear. Okay. But look, three points. We're fourth in the league. Anthony, Upwards from now, do you think once we get a few players back, we'll be fine? Yeah, 100%. We've got a deep squad. We always go on these late runs. I mean, what the dream as a City fan is that we'll we'll take Arsenal's last notch on our peg, which is uh, to go an invincible season. Obviously, not going to happen this season, uh, but I, I still think we'll, we'll go on a, a monstrous run, as we always do. Okay. So let's just come back to what we touched upon before, I think... I'd heard rumours overnight. I don't know where my boys get their information from, but they were adamant that uh, Haaland wasn't going to play. And Pep referred to it being a foot injury and he didn't really know how long he was going to be out for. So it's still not entirely clear, but Spencer, does does our, our season really hinge on on how serious this injury is? Well, it's, it was clearly very important. Um, I mean, it was, it's was been slightly mysterious, the messaging on this. Um and, I mean, Haaland's been playing a lot. I mean, my, one of my concerns before he arrived at City was that he was, um, you know, being a big guy and, you know, he's not not that elegant in, in, in you know, in flow, but he's just, you know, he's, he's a, just a big unit. And he had a lot of injuries uh, in Dor- at Dortmund. And I don't think he played more than 30 games a season before he arrived at City. Um, since he's been here, you know, he's played, you know, mostly he's had really very few injuries actually so far. Um, so it is a concern and sort of the way it's come about, because, uh, uh, again, I'll stand corrected, but I don't think that was spoken about um, after the, uh, you know, after the Villa game. So we'll, we'll have to see, but we'll, we'll definitely miss him. Uh, but we'll have to be more, more creative if, you know, if he is out for a period of games. Of course, you know, we're missing, we're missing Morris. I mean, he was, you know, really quite a prolific goal scorer for City. Uh, and perhaps didn't get the credit he he merited, you know. But he he banged in a lot of goals uh, each season. Gundogan obviously 
was has always been very important in the second half of seasons for us. So if, if Haaland's out for a period, you know, given our given the way we are set up these days, then absolutely it's going to be going to be a big miss. And Anthony, on that note, I mean, the the natural replacement if he's out is 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 Alvarez. Just seems to be struggling a bit to me. What's your take on him? I think that Alvarez is not as prolific as Haaland, and he in a system where Haaland was out and bearing when he was injured last season, just across, luckily across the, the World Cup break, um, Alvarez would play more of a centre-forward role, something like we did with the Centurion season when, um, was it KDB or was it the Hunt? Yeah, where KDB, we didn't really have a striker and Kevin was more the centre-forward, etc. So, so sort of that deep-lying playmaker and hopefully we'll see our wingers come kind of more central. I, I really think we as a team have the depth in goal scorer to be able to make up for what is missed from Haaland. There's only been one season that we've had that system, admittedly, admittedly the best season we've ever had. But I think we can we, we can make it up uh, by team effort, absolutely. All good. And Spencer, I mean, one thing that struck me today is for once, Pep actually made some tactical substitutions to try and close out the game. Normally he'll sort of bring on an extra couple of strikers in the last five minutes. He'd be like, what are you doing? But he brought a Kanji on, didn't he? Is, is Pep just learning to be a little bit more pragmatic, do you think? Oh, it's, it's hard, hard man to second guess, isn't he? But we, we closed the game out uh, when there was, I think it was the corner right at the very, very end, wasn't there? And you thought, oh, here we go, but uh, but that 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 was okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's he's you know he's an incredible manager. Uh, we, we find it struggle to criticise him, uh, but uh, let's see how the second second half of the season pans out. And I, I do share Anthony's optimism um, that we can adapt if uh, if Harlan's out and um, and sort of regroup, if you like. All good. All right. I think we'll take a break at this point, and when we come back, we've got another. Busy schedule ahead. Champions League game. Crystal Palace next week. We'll turn our attention to that. So see you in a minute. Welcome back. Okay, now we've covered the Luton and the Villa games. Let's look forward with eager anticipation. We've got the final group game in the Champions League this week. Red Star Belgrade. I was at the first game at the Etihad. Tough game in the end. Um, We've already qualified. We're already top of the group. Job done, isn't it, Anthony? Do Do we just send the kids out? Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, yeah, to be honest, let's see. Let's see Oscar Bob. Let's see uh, Foden be, you know, one of the older leaders in the team, and let's have some some youth um, absolutely obliterate this this opposition. I, I think that we've got one of the best academies in the world. Every year we we end up selling these unknown players for tens of millions, and let's see what they what they look like in the Champions League. Absolutely. Well, whisper it quietly, Spencer. But is this a game for Calvin Phillips? Well, I, I, I hate to say it, but it'd be a shot window game. I mean, he, he's got to play him, hasn't he? Um, I, it's always been one of those slight mysteries. And I mean, this was a strange uh, observation that Pep sort of almost apologised sort of midweek in, 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 the, in the press press conference. Um, and he always has a sort of positive demeanour, Calvin Phillips. So come on, give, give the lad a game. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, as Anthony said, you know, let's see uh, Sergio Gomez out and Oscar Bob and uh and some of the others um you would imagine he 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 must play plus those players but then again we have to get some momentum i'm so sure four or five today's 
uh, players will be a team. Um, and, you know, as a sort of preparation as we go into the Palace game, you know, afterwards. But uh, I, mean, I, I hope a decent, there's a decent support, actually, um, for City through this game. Um, but it is a dead rubber at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm correct in saying we have the longest undefeated run of any British team in European football, don't we? Um, laughably, we've taken the title from West Ham, who who managed somehow to emerge victorious from the Europa Conference Southern Group qualifying or something, and therefore claimed that they're also champions of Europe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, whatever makes you happy. Um, we digress. I guess the point is this. Do we just say, just toss it off, we don't care, let's lose 6-0 as long as we don't get any bookings, any injuries, etc., etc.? Or, Anthony, is it actually important that we keep that run going just to keep a bit of momentum and, you know, the spirit in the camp? I think, yeah, it's important that we win psychologically to go off the back of a win into the round of 16. But at the same time, as, as Dad and yourself, you know, mentioned, it is a dead rubber. We, we're, we're top of the group and we have the opportunity to let some of the young boys out, stretch their legs, get some Champions League experience under their belt. And then hopefully later on in the season, they can they can also prove their value in the Premier League. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's neither here nor there for me, to be honest. Spencer, which which side of the fence do you sit on in this this particular debate? I think we've got to play a reasonable team with four or five um of the squad players and get a convincing victory. I do believe that. And I think that's always been Pep's way actually in Europe where we've come to the end of the, uh, of the, of the group phase and we're basically through. He, he doesn't play, you know, a, a B team. He plays, you know, a bit of a mix. Uh, and it's important to keep momentum up, particularly as we've come off this four game non-winning streak with one today against Luton with a, you know, a better showing. Let's carry that momentum through midweek. Uh, and then carry it through, you know, to the to the Palace game. So it, the, the, I don't think, I, you know, we've got to win the game and, and, and you know, keep, them, keep, keep it going. OK, yeah, I think I'm with you on that, Spencer. You know, if we lose again, it'll all be the negative publicity, won't it, et cetera, et cetera. So good luck, boys. Early kickoff on Wednesday, just to flag up. It's a 5.45 kickoff, so don't miss it. Leave your fish at home, OK? So let's move on. Palace next weekend, and Anthony, I'm I'm a traditionalist. I like a good 3 p.m. on a Saturday kickoff. They're, they're few and far between, but tough place to go, I think, isn't it? Well, the Palace game. Hopefully, yeah. me, hopefully, me and Dad actually get up there for it. But but yeah, I mean, Palace, decent decent team. I mean, I saw them play a little bit. Was it today? They even played. And, uh, you know, they looked good. They've got some good players. Michael Lise, Abracheze, um, Esri Conser. Good players. Tough team. But, uh, you know, again, coming to the Etihad, we are one of the most dominant teams uh, at home in Premier League history. And uh, long may that continue. I think they're going to have a real tough time against us this coming weekend. Oh, the arrogance of you, though, Spencer. If only he knew what we'd been <laughs> Well, let's, let's go with optimism of you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's Spencer, been, yeah, go on, go on. I was going to say, I think we're all all far too long in the tooth to try and predict a pep team, but I guess with the injuries, the team almost picks itself at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, it does. I mean, I think we're going to, we'll see, we'll see a variation on the last two games in that team, I think. 
Um, I hope we see more of Stones because he needs to come back into form. And we have, I think that's one of the reasons why we've dipped below where we were in the second half of last season, because Stones made a good team into almost a winning team. You know, he was really very important to all of that. Uh, and, and he's a great ball, you know, ball playing um, you know, defender stroke midfielder. So I hope I hope he gets gets out there. Um, and we're more than capable of beating Palace, and we should beat Palace. I think we will. Uh, and get back into our stride. Look forward to it. Okay. Final final thought from you, Anthony, just on on the team, as as your dad's alluded to. John Stones is back and a crucial member of the squad. Who's your first choice centre half pairing? I mean, Diaz and Stones, absolutely. Walker on the right, and then oof, take your pick, Guardiola or Kanji on the left. Ake, Ake's quality player, but he, he's never been he's never been first or nailed on the team sheet, in my eyes at least. Guardiola, he's tall. He's only 22, 23. You know, he's got a lot to learn. First, first season under Pep. You know, I, I, I'm just edging towards giving it to him. I don't think I've seen him have like a really top performance yet, but uh, I'll emphasise the word yet. I think I think it's one to come. Fair enough. And I always worry when it's our last game before, well, in this case, we're, we're disappearing off for the World Club Championship. But I remember last year we lost to Brentford, didn't we, just before we had the hiatus for the World Cup. So I, again, Spencer, I think back to what you said, is, is this all about momentum and just getting the three points? Well, yes, it is. But more than that, we do want to get back into our um, winning patterns, which means, you know, creating uh, lots of chances and converting enough of them to win the game. Uh, and and really, you know, every, every sort of each player in the team, you know, sort of being at least a six and hopefully a seven or eight on the day. Uh, I mean, I have worried a little bit about DS because his form has been really quite patchy through this season, but he's clearly... A great quality player having you know a few a few off days rather than the other way around uh so you know i think if he can come back into more consistent form uh and with anthony there on the you know the ds stones thing uh then we really can start to build you know and let's let's hope that we look back today and say look you know when we actually we won against luton and from there we went forward and we we actually got better and then after christmas we really we really put put, put the rocket boosters on so here's hoping all right. Well, to end with, gentlemen, your predictions for the Palace game, Anthony. Uh, I'm going to go with the first clean sheet in a while. Two 0 Brave man, Dad. I'm going to I'm going to go a bit a bit rogue. I think Palace are going to score just because we struggle to keep uh, clean sheets. But I'm going to go four one because I think City will 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 turn it on at the end of the day. Three one City. Mark my words, gentlemen place your bets and on that note thank you to spencer thank you to anthony thank you for joining us your big debut well done son keep it tight for the first 90 minutes you'll be great son don't you worry about that okay anyone who plays for a pep team you'll you'll play your way in but it's been great having you both on board um enjoy the week enjoy the games two victories all will be well in the city world so thank you all for joining us we'll see you again soon bye now if you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.